What's going on, my youth troopers? Troop for youth. Troop for youth. Troop for youth. <laughs> As you can tell, I had a little too much to drink over the Thanksgiving weekend. Apple juice, that is. Had to uh, clear that up. Else that would have taken away my credentials for this podcast episode, which is titled Youth Fit. Now, when we talk about health and wellness, it is almost easily perceived that the young are healthy. But I'm here to tell you that today, this is far from the truth. Health, my friends, is not a timetable, but rather a conscious decision. And young does not mean healthy. Youth does not mean well. But instead, Health is a commitment. So dive with me as we go into this podcast episode, as we dive and try to understand our youth, youth fit. Well, you know the old saying, health is wealth, but it seems that young people are more concerned with the wealthy part than they are with the healthy part. I mean, why should they be concerned? We're young, and so is the night. Give me back my Hershey's and stop building gyms around my favorite fast food restaurants so I can eat in peace. You know, there was a time where being young was associated with being healthy. A young person was always known as being more vibrant, energetic, and immune to illnesses. I remember eating junk food as a kid and adults would say, you're young, that won't do anything to you. Now in my case, if I had a bite of what you're eating, I'd be butting heads with my doctor. And since I'm young, why not go for it? Hey, my man, can I get a shake to go with those fries? And how much for those energy drinks? I cool. Let me get that and a bag of Sour Patch. Sounds outrageous, but it also sounds about right. Young people think that health is a timetable, but it's not. Young does not mean healthy and healthy does not mean young. What if I told you everything you know about health was a lie? I guess in the words of Matrix, which pill will you take? The red pill or the blue pill? Now you can take the blue pill and go about your life eating what you want living how you want binge watching netflix completely oblivious to the consequences of five to ten years if not immediately or you can take the red pill and i'll tell you everything you don't want to hear but that you need to hear 
that the world you've been living in was all a lie and a fantasy, a commercial with no ending, a show with no morals, a life with no truth, and everything you see and feel is just a smokescreen from what's real. All right, so red pills it is. Let's dive in. First question: Are you youth fit, bro? Do you even work out? What does it even mean to be fit? When I think fit, I usually think of someone who's very strong, right? Does it mean looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger? I'll be back. Or Dwayne the Rock Johnson, or how about Michael B. Jordan, the sexiest man alive, in her mind? Or is there a more realistic approach to being fit? Let's just start off by saying that being fit is a conscious decision. Health is a lifestyle, not a life event. It's a commitment, not a charity, and it's something that must be maintained every day, and not just on a holiday. Whoever wants to be fit should want to be fit every day. Now, don't get me wrong; being fit does not mean being a gym rat. That's posting photos and selfies in front of mirrors every second in between reps. It's not like we're going to notice your body mass difference between your first and last set. But it does mean you have a routine, you have a regimen that you are willing to stick with and do through thick and thin. So how often? Should we, as young people, exercise? You're asking the wrong guy. I'm not a fitness expert, but according to fitness experts, Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research, that is, us humans should consider working out at least three times out of the seven-day week cycle to see progress in some muscle growth. So going to the gym on Labor Day, it's not going to make up not going to the gym at least three times a day. Let me say that louder for the fast foodies in the back. And of course, it's Corona season. So if you feel more comfortable, do it at home, or you can get a gym membership. Just get off the couch, get your hands out of that bag of chips. And pull up to that gym that is literally across the street, five minutes from your home, because it's time to get fit. But of course, you gotta be realistic about your health. No one is expecting you to go from a couch potato to a workout guru overnight. Set realistic goals for yourself. So maybe for you, working out three times out of the week 
might be too far of a stretch from where you are condition-wise. Well, okay, we could just start off with once a week. Get a feel for it. And you know, you work your way up from there. Right now, I'm just getting back to working out. I got a gym membership at the nearest gym in my community, and I started going out two days out of the week, and I'm trying to push myself to at least three times. I know we got things going on besides TV, YouTube, and Netflix. For some, your work schedule can be demanding. For some of us, working office jobs. For some of us, our lifestyles can be a lot more sedentary than others considering the, the workload that we have. And even online schoolwork, that as well too. So of course, you would have to find a workout regimen that caters to your current situation. But don't use your situation as an excuse to be unhealthy because nothing is worth your health. Wealth isn't health. Health is wealth. Chasing the American dream is not going to make you fit. Matter of fact, the American dream has made being an American kind of a nightmare. The stress of success, meeting society's standards and demands can be quite uh, burdensome. And so, of course, a nice workout routine can help you live an overall balanced and fulfilling life. Check this out. According to the New York Times, people who work out, even for a little bit, are found to be more happier than those who don't at all. It's a win-win when you work out. Studies have also shown that working out releases the happy hormones of endorphins. There's a direct link between being physically active and being happy. The mind and the body are one. So if you're someone who is battling with depression and anxiety, like I have in the past, you might want to consider working out as a beneficial, positive coping mechanism for that. Everyone deserves to be happy, which means everyone deserves to be fit. But again, it's a choice. Write it down on a calendar, on a journal, or if you're me, I type it down on my notes on my phone. Whatever the goal, write it down and hold yourself to it. Investing in your physical well-being is key to being well. The more you do, the more you do well. And if you lack self-motivation, call a friend up, someone who can hold you accountable. Everyone has that one friend that works out. That's always on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, posting their workouts religiously. Hit them up and tell them you want to get fit. Let them know that you are interested. My sister is a workout fanatic. 
And of course, with this pandemic hitting us the way it did, she helped me a lot to get back into the fitness lifestyle. Every Sunday, we would run at 5, 6 a.m. over a bridge or to the beach and back, and we would time ourselves and try to get better every day. No lie, after those brutal runs, because that incline on the bridge is no joke, it really burned my legs coming down. I felt a boost of energy and concentration. And now I have a friend who I'm going to the gym with and we're lifting weights each and every time we're able to set that aside. Just a little background on my fitness life. Growing up, I was always fit. Uh, I was grew up as a tall, lanky, skinny kid. And so anything that had to do with running, I was always involved. In high school, I played basketball. I ran track and field. I also tried out for the flag football team. And usually the teams that I was on, I was the most conditioned on the team. I remember every week we would run on the track field. On, and this is with the basketball team. And I would literally overlap my teammates two times, circling them. In middle school, my basketball coach, Coach Soko, shout out, called me anti-sweat because after practice, the whole team would be drenched in sweat and I would be as dry as a Popeye biscuit with no water. And my coach would be amazed and he would he would look at me and, and I remember he, in, in the huddle, he, he looked at me as my teammates were gasping for air and, and sweating. He said, Bintu, you're, you're not even sweating. I said, well, no. He says, you're, you're anti-sweat. And the first time I heard that, I said, what, what the heck is that? Are you saying I should see a doctor? Is that some kind of medical condition? Uh, and, 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 and in those times, I would be, you know, participating fully at practice. Um, but, but it just seemed that the workload didn't really have too much of a burden on me because I was just, I always had wind. But of course, as I got to college, I didn't play sports. I remember my first job I got was at CVS. And you know, that's not really a good place to start off with in terms of being fit, only because I can get all of the food at a discount rate. So you already know, your boy health declined dramatically. I would eat every junk food, every candy bar, every bag that said gummy on it, and I thought that would be okay. Because you know, I'm young. But I noticed that as I was eating unhealthy, I became unhealthy. I mean, you are what you eat. Literally, I was not as quick on the basketball court I would lose my wind and I would be gasping for air after playing one game and breathing became a little harder for me and I couldn't really put my finger on it because I always had this notion that as long as I'm young, I'm healthy. So I realized that I had to stop and do some 
some thinking for a moment. You know? What's going on with me? Some of these older guys are outrunning me and it's, it's kind of embarrassing. But then I stopped and think for a moment and the light bulb went off. My diet is horrible. It's the food that I'm eating. I realized that the food that I was eating was slowing me down. All the junk, all of the cholesterol, all of the snacks, all of these things were just holding me down and was just giving me this extra weight on my back. And it was keeping me from fully performing athletically. So in 2013, I made this conscious decision of going pescatarian, where I would eat no meat but fish. Then as I progressed gradually, I went vegetarian, saying I'm not gonna eat any meat at all. And then I went vegan, cutting off dairy products, cutting off eggs, cutting off dairy milk, and then I said, you know what, I might as well just go completely plant-based. And of course, I had to do my research. And lo and behold, I got myself back to being conditioned. So much so, I ran a half marathon in 2015 with Jordans. And I recommend you not to do that. Wear the appropriate attire. I was being a rebel. So yes, your health matters. Watch your diet. Watch what you eat. Because what you eat will either feed you or kill you. Literally. According to the Mayo Clinic, there are 3 million cases of childhood obesity every year. Wait, time out. Three million? Let's bring it in the huddle, guys. Scoreboard is not looking too good. We're down by three million. Your body has needs. There's no excuse for being unhealthy, especially when being unhealthy is within your control. Most of the diseases most of all of these ish health issues that young people face down the line in life can be easily preventable. Recognize your body's needs. Your body, even though it's young, your body, even though it has youth in it, still has needs that has to be met. You need nutrition, you need vitamins, and you need H2O. Are you drinking enough water every day? Do you know that almost 70% of our bodies are made up of water? More than 75% of your brain is made up of water. So keep drinking water to keep your head up. Cut out the sodas. And a diet soda is not a healthier version. According to Medical News Today, there is a link between diet sodas 
and disease such as heart diseases, diabetes, dementias, and stroke. Energy drinks are no different. Monsters are monsters. According to WEBMD, energy drinks contain a large amount of sugar and caffeine, which can raise your blood pressure and heart rate, which can cause anxiety and insomnia. So how you eat also affects how you sleep. Almost every preventable disease can be linked to your diet. And America, unfortunately, is the worst. Of all countries, America is the most diseased, but yet one of the most advanced. What an oxymoron. Land of the free, home of the brave, but also land of the diseased. Third world countries make America look impoverished when it comes to health and wellness. But if you look at the American standard diet, it would be a no-brainer. America endorses junk food. They recommend dairy products such as milk, eggs, meat, which are high in fat and cholesterol, and that is linked to almost every disease in the book. Hypertension, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, arthritis, I mean the list goes on. Well, some might say, where can I get my proteins? I need my proteins. Where can I get them? Look at the cows. I mean, look at how jacked they are. And all they eat is grass. The grass is greener on the other side. I have vegan friends that are plant-based and are still bulking muscles. Okay, they're not twigs. Some might also say, well, being plant-based is, is expensive. Don't know I got money for that? You see, it depends on how you go about it. If you're going to vegan restaurants every day, well, yeah, that will leave you without an arm and a leg. But if you prep your meals, you set aside a budget for it, you can manage it. It's all about the approach. You know, where do you buy your food? How often do you eat throughout the day? Because if you need three or four meal, you eat late at night and snack in between, then yeah, you will be spending a lot only because you are eating a lot. But if you set aside a time for you to eat and a cutoff time because there is a time to eat and a time not to eat, your body knows the difference. It's easier to manage. Plus, your body needs a rest. I know as young people, everything tastes better at night. That goes for snacks, desserts, and meals. But while you are sleeping, your body is working to digest that food and you lose that relish for breakfast the next day. So here are some other health tips to know if you are youth fit. 
Here are the eight laws of health. You ready? Let's go. First things first, sunlight. It's time to get a tan, man. Your body needs that vitamin D. Research has shown that sunlight, getting an intake of vitamin D at least one time out of the day increases the mood. So you're a lot more happier. The day is a lot more sunnier when you go out in the sun. Number two, water. As we have mentioned before, water is your best friend and you should always be drinking it. How often? At least four bottles a day is recommended. H2O keeps you pumped throughout the day and energized and it's great for the mind. Number three, what we have been discussing from the beginning, daily exercise increases the mood, mental concentration, and activity, and overall makes you a healthier, happy person. Gotta get out there, get on the treadmill, go to the gym, lift up those weights, play some basketball, play some football, join a track club, join a fitness club, just go out there and do something and be active. Number four, nutrition. Got greens? And I'm not talking in your wallet, more so in your plate. What you eat can either make you or break you. So if you wanna keep that five-star Hollywood smile and not trade it in for dentures, stay away from the sweets and caffeine. I know, I know, America runs on Dunkin'. It's either that or Americans don't run at all. And definitely a bad diet will slow you down. Trade those sweets for fruits, calories for vitamins, and cholesterol for nutrients. And number five is sleep. Are you getting at least seven to eight hours of sleep throughout the week? Are you going to bed on time? Or is Netflix and Miles Morales keeping you up all night? Sleeping is crucial for a vibrant and active brain. This is where you get that boost of energy in the morning. Studies recommend sleeping on time around 9 to 10 p.m. is when your body gets its peak sleep with that seven to eight hour time window. So it's not just about getting that seven to eight hours, but also getting to that bed on time. Number six, air. You need oxygen. Love is in the air. Literally, your body loves oxygen and it wants nothing more than oxygen. You need a pure environment in order to keep a pure body and mind. Go out in nature, take a nature walk, go out for a bike ride and breathe in God's AC free from pollution and defilement. 
Good oxygen means good blood flow. It's good for blood circulation and for blood flow. Number seven, temperance. Everything is good in moderation. Too much of one thing, even if it's good, is bad. You have to balance out your life. Order is heaven's first law. Get your diet in order. Set a time to eat, a time to sleep, a time to work, and a time to recreate. The more balanced, the more merrier. And number eight, last but for sure not least, because the best is always saved for last, trust God. Being physically fit without being spiritually fit is not fit at all. The body profits nothing, but the spirit does. Trust God. Don't let stress stress your life. Leave it in God's hands. How am I going to pay the bills? My daughter just dyed her hair. My son doesn't want to be a lawyer. Is my hair turning gray? Have you gone mad? Trust God. All things work for the good to those who love God. What the enemy meant for evil, God can work out for your good. And here's a word of encouragement from the book of John. Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper in body as you prosper in soul. God wants us to be physically fit even as we are spiritually fit because the mind, the body, and the spirit are one. I mean, after all, he did create the body and gave Adam and Eve a plant-based diet. That's a conversation for another time. But until then, get off the couch, clean out the fridge, and get active. Don't be a victim when you can be victorious. Don't be a statistic when you can be an example. And don't be a couch potato when you can be youth fit. Thanks for listening. That's all that I have. Go get them, tiger. And until next time.